0: Well, hello, everybody. This is Barry Miracle, your dream coach. Hopefully, I'm at least becoming somewhat of a dream coach to you because my goal is for you to tap into the fullness of the purposes of God that you were uh, predestined before time began to live out and walk upon pathways that he prearranged before time for you to walk upon and to live, and not just survive. Ladies and gentlemen, living the dream of God is not just surviving. It's not about whether you can survive this thing called the journey of life. This is all about you thriving in the midst of everything you are not to be dictated to by the circumstantial evidence in your temporary realm you came with more resources to handle every problem and this is our goal here at wake up into your dream is to actually get you to be able to tap into the resources and this is why we're on this whole thing about prayer prayer keeps you in close proximity to the source so that you can be the resource. You are a portable portal for the glory of God. Wherever you go, you can release answers and be an answer and be a solution. Bring the solutions into your sphere of influence. So um, this is what it's all about. This is what prayer is about. Prayer is about communication. It's about relationship it's about and i'm giving you some templates and some and some things you can do and they're not and i'm not contradicting myself because it's good god taught us jesus when he was in the flesh it, the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory of that of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth when he was in the flesh he taught his disciples different things and gave them templates not to lock you down into a religious dogma but it's to actually give you a launching pad into the goodness of the Lord. So once again, this is not—I'm not giving you a ritual of religion. This is an invitation to a relationship and a deeper re- relationship with the Lord. And I want to quite be quite bold and tell you right now, through the uh, through you being consistent and persistent, you will actually find times of quality in the midst of quantity and is he available yeah he is but there's something about and this is what we're going to get into today uh, which is going to be really important for us is the whole posture uh, and passion of prayer and and why does God want you to, to be passionate about prayer why does he want you to be persistent and consistent with prayer because it's all about this acronym ask if you if you ask, you seek, and you knock. It, you, gotta, you gotta understand that there are things that you need to be persistent with, consistent. You need to be able to have the ability to stand and all things stand. And when you speak to certain issues in your prayer life, in your petition time, that sometimes you gotta learn how to stand and all things stand. When Jesus was was going to, leaving the, uh, the Mountain of Olives and walking down into Jerusalem. And he came up upon the fig tree. Now it had leaves. And here's the creator of the universe walking by and he needs something to eat. And he was looking forward and he, and he saw this. And and even though it was not fig season, it had leaves, so it had potential. It could have produced some. I want to tell you, there's an ability to be fruitful for the master, even when it's not fruitful season, we can produce fruit. That's one thing you need to know. But here's the example that he gives us as, as he gives a, a parable in the midst of a truth, in the midst of actually something that happened. So he says to the, to the fig tree, nobody will produce or, or eat from the fruit of your vine ever. You will never be fruitful. And he walks away. You can like, wow, that that mean? I mean, was, was that the Lord being mean? No, you need to look a little deeper here. He's trying to teach us something. He walks away. He goes and does his reconnaissance mission in Jerusalem and comes back with the disciples. And the disciples said to him that day, he said, Master, the tree you cursed died Where? From the roots up. Aha. Okay, let's just stop there for a second. You need to understand something here. When you speak, when you pray, when you call things into existence, when you co-create with God, when you're speaking the promises of God, when you're pleading the blood of Jesus Christ and asking for your children to be saved or delivered or whatever whatever the petition is, you walk away and let the prayer do its work we want to dig around the tree we want to we want to just wait there and see what's going to happen we want to we want to just no let your words do not pray one thing in your let's say prayer closet or prayer chair or wherever you you find yourself your 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 significant place where you spend time with the lord do not leave that place and go out into the world and confess the opposite. What you just pray when you, when you say I'm blessed coming in, I'm blessed going out. I'm I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the country. I'm I'm blessed when I when when I lay down and when I get up. The the you know everything in my life is blessed. I decree and declare that right now, Lord. And then you go right out into the community, and people say, How you doing? Well, underneath the circumstances, I uh, you know I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this month's you know rent. I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep my car. I don't. Yeah, oh yeah. Or or here's another you know, another famous one. And you're 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 in your prayer closet and you're asking God to heal you. You're you're invoking uh 1 Peter 2 24 that says, By his stripes we are healed. Lord God, you said that we were healed. So if we were healed, that means that we is healed, and I can stand on your word. And I say and decree and declare that this lump or this bump's gotta leave my body. It cannot stay because I'm the healed of the Lord. And then you go right out. And, and somebody asks you a question: When are you going to get operated on that on that lump on your arm? Or are you are you going to go take care of this? I don't know. It's got me really afraid. I don't know what to do. You have just nullified what you just did. You need to stand fast and understand that underneath the surface, just like that tree, underneath the surface, things are happening that are going to cause your words. To bear fruit. I'm just telling you, you need to stand and in all things stand. So that you can see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So I'm talking about passion. I'm talking about posture of prayer in this. uh, And then I'm going to talk about the realization of prayer. And we find this in Luke chapter 11 verses 5 through 10. So it's right after the Lord teaches them how to pray. Uh, You know, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us. And then we, you know, um, deliver us from evil and deliver us from uh, temptation. And then, and then at the end of it says, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. This is the way we end uh, as it is in another synoptic gospel of Mark. Uh, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. So we, we it, it it gets um, bookend with praise and with praise. And then you can go off and praise God for a few minutes there or whatever you want to do. But, but then it goes into Luke chapter 11, verse 5. That was up to verse 4. And here we are. And he said to them, Which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine, verse six, for a friend of mine has come to me on a, on his journey and I have uh, nothing to set before him. And he said, uh, sorry, and he will answer from within and say, do not trouble me. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed and I cannot rise and give to you. Verse eight, I say to you, though he will not rise and give him because he ha, he is his friend, yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. Can you hear the word of the Lord today? The, the, the thing is, is that God is right after, he's teaching him how to pray. Then he gives a parable and a story about how you position yourself And how you need to be persistent and consistent in your prayer. And and when they, you know, somebody, just because God loves you, you expect him to give you everything. It doesn't work that way. Because He sat down. When Jesus went back to heaven, sprinkled his blood on the mercy seat, he sent forth the Holy Spirit and then he sat down. He turned the family business over to us. And we are the gatekeepers and we are the ones that are the keeper of the door of the Spirit of God. And you have all the resources in you or around you. And you need to call forth the source to release the resource because lift up your head, O ye gates. Psalms 24-7. Lift up Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and then the King of glory shall come in. It has everything to do with you being persistent and consistent. I just kind of have this feeling that the Lord is looking for somebody to push in. The Lord is wanting somebody to push beyond. The Lord is wanting you to develop some spiritual muscle here as you push through the pain of the situation and push back on the opposition through the power of prayer, you begin to build some muscle and you begin to get stronger in the spirit. And the more you confess the word of God and decree and declare God's word over the situation, the more his word gets ingrained into your heart, into your mind, the neurological pathways begin to be made straight and, and all of a sudden you have a neurological pathway the same as God and then you uh, be able to think God thoughts and when you begin to think God thoughts you begin to get everything that God has the ability to receive and you can be the same as him because when a man thinks The Bible says, so is he. Be careful how you think your life is shaped by your thoughts because your thoughts determine the words that you speak. So we must be persistent and consistent. He says right there, and he's speaking, this is the red. And Jesus is saying to the disciples in in a parable, I love you. The father loves you. But you're not necessarily going to get everything just because I love you. What is the scripture that says all things work together for good for those that love God? And that's where the the Western church typically just leaves that. Oh, God loves me. So it's all going to work out. You must understand the principles of the kingdom. It doesn't end there. It says all things work together for good for those that love God and for those that are the called according to the purpose. There's a purpose. You There are things that you need to do at your end. He is the keeper of the covenant. You are the releaser of the kingdom. You must release the kingdom of God by the word of God in your prayer life. You need to ask, you need to seek, and you need to knock. And that's where I'm going next when I'm talking about the realization of prayer. But I, I just want you to understand God, Jesus Christ Himself, when He was teaching His disciples how to pray, He gives them the template, and then He said, This is the your posture and your passion. Be consistent, be persistent in your asking because you will receive because of your persistency, not just because of relationship. Relationship opens up the door of possibilities but it's your persistency and your consistency in your prayer life that will bring things into your life. My God, if you implement this, everything changes. He says in verse 8, I say to you, though he will not rise and give to him because he is his friend, yet because of his persistence... He will rise and give him as many as he needs. And what he's saying to us right here, ladies and gentlemen, is God wants you to push in. There's something that it's just a kingdom principle that you need to understand and be passionate about your declaration add your faith to your words and posture your posture yourself before God in in a in a way that you're saying I'm not leaving until I'm blessed you need to have that 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 israel that Jacob that got his name changed from Jacob to Israel from the the, the one that was a deceiver to the one that fought and, and with God until he ble- got blessed it's about wrestling but you must wrestle you know there's a there's a few times that the Bible talks about one wrestling with God and then re- wrestling against wrestling with God but you when you wrestle with God you must wrestle from the p- position of rest. When you are wrestling against principalities and powers of darkness, you must wrestle from the position of rest. See, knowing your rights and knowing who you are and knowing the promises are yes and amen, it gives you a tenacity of persistency and consistency that will cause God to give you as many as you need. Why? Your mind is being retrained. The more you pray the word of God the more your mind gets renewed. When your mind gets renewed, your feelings, your emotions get trained and your will begins to be fortified and that's when your war- will is fortified because it fi- you finally understand the importance of your calling the the the, the magnitude of your purpose and the God-given dream of, of of God for your life that you there is so much potential and you can see. See the promises because your mind has been renewed and you begin to make a demand on the presence, on the hand of God in the situations. He said, command my hand above. Command my hand into this situation. I have put my word above my name and if you can find where it is written, you can use my name to bring it to pass. My God, that's good preaching. Woo, hallelujah. I hope you're getting as much out of this as I am. I feel like going back into my prayer. (laughs) My my prayer time. So Luke 11 uh, verses 5 through 10 talk about the posture and the passion of prayer. And now I want to read Luke chapter 11 verses 11 through 13. Actually, I'm going to... uh, well, Let let me go to 9, 10. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened up unto you. For everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened up unto you. This is... Ask the acronym A S K. Ask, seek, knock. I want to make some T-shirts. Just say ask, and on the back of your, on the back of the T-shirt or something, or the side, say ask, seek, knock. I will not be denied. And you must have this attitude. And it's not arrogance; it's boldness. When you find out who you are, and that Dad wants to give to you more than you want it. That you need to understand that there are kingdom principles that you need to operate in and he says I so I say to you right after he gives the parable now he's giving a, you a directive the parable is is Luke chapter 11 5 through 8 and the directive is Luke 11 9 and 10 and he says and and so I So I say to you, verse nine, so I say to you, ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find, knock, and it will be opened up unto you for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks, it will be open unto you. Ask, seek, knock. Do not stop until you receive the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Now, sometimes you you gotta ask the Lord, and then you thank the Lord. Father God, I thank you that this growth on my hand, you know, after I prayed, so I, I prayed, I cursed, I broke, I broke it, I broke the the um the curse. I, I pleaded the blood of Jesus Christ, I commanded healing to come in, deliverance to come in, whatever, whatever the the situation or the petition that you're working on, but you being consistent might be just you. Thank, thank you, Lord God, that you answer your prayers. Thank you, Lord God, that this lump is is decreasing. I uh, thank you, and you just go through it. And but whatever you do, don't stop until you see the manifestation of the Lord in the land of the living. Amen. So here here we are in Luke chapter eleven. Uh, Now in verse 11. So here's a Jesus still speaking in the red. Can you hear me? Read the red and pray for the power. Dr. Larry Lee used to say that. So here we are in verse 11. It says, if a son asks for bread from from a father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? instead of a fish, or if he asks for, asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give um, good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give you, give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So a lot of people, you know, are concerned about, uh, and I'm just going to skip to the end, I'm going to work back. A lot of people are concerned about asking for the 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 baptism of the Holy Spirit, asking for the Holy Spirit to come into their lives. And what if I don't get the Holy Spirit? What if I don't get you know the uh, you know the gift of speaking in tongues? What if it's a what if it's not a a a tongue of heaven? What if it's a different tongue? What if I mess up here? And I just want to, you're willing to be willing. I believe everyone on this listening to this podcast, you would say this. I'm willing to be willing, and I, I, I Lord God, I, I, I want to serve you. I want to, I want to be a, a righteous person. I, I, many, 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 many of you that are listening can say that. And so, if your heart is actually in the right place, and you're asking the Father for the Holy Spirit, I'm just like I said, I'm skipping to the end of this. Understand that He's not going to give you a scorpion instead of an egg. He's not going to give you. Evil and, and, and instead of good, and and, and the, the example he uses is, I, I'm I'm not perfect as a father. I've tried very diligently to be the best father I can be, and I I I messed. Up. I'm sure I messed up in several different places raising our kids. There's no you don't have a manual for raising kids. You got some ideas and what you want to see to happen, and but I, I'm a pretty good dad, and I, um, but nowhere compared to the how good our heavenly father is. So let me just go back to verse 11 chapter 11 book of Mark, uh, Luke if a son asks for bread from any father among you will he give him a stone or if he asks for a fish will he give him a serpent instead of a fish or if he asks for an egg will he get, offer him? a scorpion? And the answer is overwhelmingly no. I don't know a decent father that would be so vindictive and so mean as to do that. I'm sure there are fathers that have been awful. and But here's the deal. There are a lot of good fathers, and I'm speaking to a lot of them right now. But there's your heavenly father is absolutely priceless and perfect and loving and kind and wants you, wants to give the his goodness to you every day. So Luke eleven, eleven through 13 speaks on the realization of prayer. We need to come to the realization that God wants to bless us and give answers to our prayers more than we want the answers. The average father wants to give his children the best he can. So how much more does your heavenly father want to give us the best he has to offer? We also need to know that as we continue to stand and in all things stand, that we will not go down in defeat. But every time we will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Now, let me just end this time, uh, this podcast with this. So in, in prayer, water your prayers. With your prayers, and God will bring the increase. You can you can be consistent. You be persistent, but understand He's going to bring the increase. And so you need to understand. I, I want I'm, every time I pray for somebody to get healed, I want them to be instantly healed. So hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. But at the end of the day, I'm okay if I don't see what I was believing for at that moment because I know that there are a lot of different variables happening. That does not take it away from you being consistent and persistent. I pray several times a day, but Tammy and I pray for about 45 minutes to an hour every day of our lives. And we are consistently and persistently speaking into things and thanking God for things. And, and, And at nighttime, before I go to bed, I am coming before the Lord again clearing the table, making sure everything is right between him and I, and praying about my dream life and how I want Holy Spirit to invade it and come in and minister to me and teach me about Jesus and and reveal to me about my my dream that God dreamed for me to live while I was here. But at the end of the day, I'm okay. I'm going to be persistent. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to push in and I'm going to push through and I'm going to be believing. I'm going to be standing. But I leave the time, I leave the increase up to the Lord, because he might want to bless me in a different way, and then he'll reveal it to me how he already did. So just submit everything, and then just say, Father God, I'm here to sow, and I'm here to water, but I trust you. I know the angels are the harvesters, and I know that it's my job to sow and my job to water, but it's your job to bring the increase. So, you need to have that posture, and so that you can have that, you're ready to receive something. Because if He wants you to receive something similar to what you've been praying for, but it's only going to be better, or or it may be completely different, and you don't understand um, why things are taking longer, trust the process, trust the Lord keep standing keep believing he will bring the increase I want to tell you today I've never seen the righteous forsaken or or his seed begging for bread he has always been faithful for the 30 plus years that we've been in ministry and the and however many years it's been since I've been a believer I've never, been without and god has always been so gracious to multiply back unto us so for the last few minutes when you ask he's not going to give you you know um a, a scorpion for an egg or a, a stone instead of bread so when you ask for the holy spirit and, and ladies and gentlemen if you have not been baptized in the holy spirit i i just want to release to you and, and release In you, the gift of speaking in other tongues. It is something. I pray in the Holy Spirit, I would say, at least a half an hour every day. Probably more, but I just want to be, you know, cautious about what I'm, you know, being evangelistic on (laughs) there's times that i'll pray for hours in the holy spirit or an hour but uh, generally speaking i'm speaking about a half an hour every day in the holy spirit and people ask me how do i get some of the revelation that i receive that is totally biblically backed revelation because i i believe that god's still speaking um i I i believe that god is still sharing but it has to be according in the standard must be the word of God that we measure everything for and everything against. Okay. So God is, God is still speaking and, and revealing things to us. And how do I get revelation? How do I get a now word? It's because what has been downloaded at my conception because, because scientists will even tell you when the egg meets the sperm and, 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 and and the, this spirit from another realm, you see the burst of light that happens underneath the microscope, because a, a child of light came from the Father of Lights. It was implanted in the flesh. When at that moment, you began to receive. Well, sorry, at that moment, your your this this physical body was beginning to grow, but on the inside of that body were infinite resources that came from the source and so what i'm doing when i pray in the holy spirit there's one of the and and you can go back over um, and back to earlier podcasts when i talk about speaking why i speak in tongues one of the reasons i speak in tongues is so i will upload from my spirit what was downloaded at my conception, I'm uploading it in my mind, so I can, as I'm speaking it out of my mouth in in my rondoshanda katrika pichokura mama and I'm beginning to not only speak the mysteries of God, but I'm I'm uploading the mysteries into my mind, so I can actually speak them intelligently into this realm, so that people can have understanding. So anyway we've we've wound down our time so understand that when you're asking god for gifts of the spirit when you're asking in your prayer and time that you're asking him for the gift of faith or you're asking for the gift of whatever you feel in your heart that you need at this time understand that god is not going to give you and and the enemy can't give you something because you're praying to the creator god in jesus name because of his blood and and holy spirit is leading your prayer life so um, don't be concerned that when you're asking for things, you're going to get something negative. Understand that God's got you. You got into his will by saying this, I'm willing to be willing, Dad. Father God in heaven, I, I don't know, I don't know how to really do this, but I'm willing to be willing if you teach me, if you'll guide me, if you'll direct me. Just you can pray those prayers. Allow him to work with you. Allow the relationship. And then and, and then just throughout the day. Ladies and gentlemen, talk to him. He's your dad. He wants to share secrets with you. He wants to reveal things to you. He needs to be your friend. He needs to be your father. And he needs to be your king. But he wants to answer and make those edicts and be that father and be that friend all at the same time. It's beautiful. Beautiful. So anyway... I bless you guys, and like I said, has been saying for oh a long time. Please uh, feel free to go to www3 or www.wakeupintoyourdream.com. I've got a lot of things on there that would help you: confessions, um, words, prophecies. Uh, you can go on there and you can sow a seed into our lives through PayPal, uh, goes into our ministry account and we are able to issue you receipts or I'm not able to, but the ministry is, um, and, and, you know, go on your, your, uh, podcast carrier and please make a comment, preferably good, but you know, do what you gotta do and, uh, give us some five stars, but love you guys. Let's, um. keep going forward and 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 discovering the dream of god and your life is so wonderful you're not here to just survive you're here to live the fullness in the full life because of jesus christ this is a, a statement that the lord gave me years ago that life is not necessarily about a destiny a destiny desperately driven towards as much as it is the fluidity of a purpose fulfilled if i can encourage you anything push in in prayer in communication and relationship with god and allow him to show you his goodness in the, in the land of the bless you all till next week Barry thanks again for joining us today on wake up into your dream My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us then. But this is Barry Marickle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.